This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new edition of the AEW Weekly Roundup with the Beauty and the Beard. I'm the Beard, Woody. She is the Beauty, Sarah. Hi. How's it going? It's not too bad. It's a bit late, but it's not too bad. <laughs> I feel like I haven't talked to you in like a week. I have um, been very busy. It's probably because I haven't talked to you in, in like a week. a week. That's probably why it feels Ooh. that way, right? Yeah. yeah. It's right. the passage of time. That's <laughs> what it is. It's science. Uh, yeah. But a pretty big week in AEW and Ring of Honor, because uh, we do have a big pay-per-view coming up for Ring of Honor, so things are... Uh, falling into place for Ring of Honor, um, Death Before Dishonor, which I don't have the date in front of me. July 28th, I think, or 23rd, 20-something. 20 20 I, I should be a lot more prepared than I am right now, but just look it up. Anywho, we have a, a lot to, to run down for, for these, for Dynamite, Rampage, and a look ahead to that pay-per-view, which there's four matches announced for it. But before we get into that, I want to remind everybody how you can follow us. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Uh, You can also subscribe to the channel on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, you can give us a five-star review on Spotify or iTunes. And if you have any questions in the future, please send those questions to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or on Twitter, use the hashtag AskBXTB. So let's take a look and run down the winners and losers for Dynamite and Rampage, shall we? Let's. All right. On Dynamite, which was July 6, 2022, Wardlow. Defeated Scorpio Sky and is the new TNT champion. That's how the show opened. Uh, The confetti fell. It was a beautiful moment. Big moment for Wardlow. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defeated the Butcher and the Blade. Roosh made his in-ring, well, not his in-ring debut. He was in that Battle Royale. Uh, But his singles in-ring debut for AEW as he defeated Penta with a little help from his friends. Uh, the acclaimed, speaking of friends, the acclaimed and the gun club defeated Ruffin It and uh, Fuego Del Sol. That was a crazy mismatched team on the oh, other side. Gosh. But uh, it ended with the uh, breakup, officially, it looks like, of the acclaimed and the gun club. Because it uh, looked like Billy Gunn was going to side with the acclaimed, but not so much anymore. Uh, he's sticking with his boys. Uh, but Babyface Acclaimed, I think, is going to be absolutely awesome. I can't wait um, for the rap. Yeah. Um, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, a.k.a. Thunderstorm, defeated Marina Shafir and Nala Rose. And John Moxley with his first first official defense of the interim AEW world title, or as just Sarah the says, AW just world. the AEW world title. <laughs> he defeated Brody King. Not Brody Lee. As not Brody Lee. Mm, nope. Um, yeah. Not Chester. Yeah. 
Screech. On Rampage, let's see. Eddie Kingston defeated Takeshita in the opener, which was an amazing match. That was a really, really good match. Uh, if you did not watch Rampage, uh, go check out that one match. That match is worth watching. Uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Tony Nese. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb defeated Christina Marie and Kayla Sparks, although Serena Deeb ended up attacking Mercedes Martinez afterwards because she's going after that Ring of Honor Women's Championship. And Jonathan Gresham and Lee Moriarty lost to the Gates of Agony, Khan and Toa Leona, because Jonathan Gresham joined Tully Blanchard Enterprises. He left Lee Moriarty hanging uh, to, to take the loss, and he is now turned heel. Uh, he's siding with Tully Blanchard. So there we go. So what's the first thing you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? We've got a few things we could hit. We've got a few things. Mm-hmm. Let's talk John Moxley. John Moxley? Yeah. Okay. Isn't he Let's good? Go John Moxley. <laughs> yeah. That's, just, that's all you want to talk about? <laughs> it's going to be... This is going to be a gush segment. We're just going to be gushing over John Moxley. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. I was scared for him. I was legit scared. I was just like, why is he throwing him around? Oh, he's going to be. The the match with Regal sounded a bit concerned. He did, but that was that match with with Brody King is is what I expected it to be. I knew it was going to be a uh, a fun match. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know. My boy did it. Like, oh. um, so he's still AW World Champion. Yay! Interim AW no. World Champion. No, 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 no. AEW World Champion. Uh, be, that'd be CM Punk. Nope, he's not there. I don't mm, see him in the belt. Interim title. I, I will say, um, I mentioned last week. Out of sight, week. out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mentioned uh, last week as we were looking at this card that I thought um, this match should have gone on first and Wardlow Scorpio Sky should have gone on last. And um, I know after watching Wardlow get win the TNT title, that's been, uh, you know, how they've been building to this moment since Wardlow entered the company to his big first title win. That was a big moment. Yeah. And I know they put a lot of big matches in that first spot. Um, but I thought with the confetti falling and everything, I yeah. felt like still watching it. I think I, I mean, I hate to say I'm right and Tony Khan's wrong. That's not necessarily what I'm saying, <laughs> but I felt like that confetti falling moment should have closed the show and it would have had that, ah, oh, just that a bigger moment. Cause I feel like it was lost because it opened the show. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And, and I talked to a, a buddy at work who watches AEW. And we were, I mentioned that to him, I'm like, hey, do, you know, what do you, what do you think about that? Because wouldn't that have fit at the end? The only reason to have John Moxley versus Brody King at the end is so you could get those promos in there. Because the John Moxley promo leading into that was really, really good on the show. And then the promo from the House of Black was really good. And well, if that opens the show, you can't get those promos. But what he said, and which it makes sense, is why not just hold off John Moxley and Brody King to fighter fest why not ha- have that title match there instead of having them both on the same show and there you go you don't have to open the show and then you have a whole week to build up and have promos and stuff to, to set up to build the Brody King versus John Moxley even more and I think mm. that makes sense I think that would have 
I think that would have created more of a balance with, with the two weeks, maybe. Um, but I do love Moxie's line that violence is basically him golfing on a Sunday. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. The promo was good. That was, that was a really good promo. That was the best line I have ever heard come out of his mouth. That I was, was literally just laughing. It was great. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Let's talk about Christian. What? The religion or the guy? The guy. Uh, the guy. The guy. Christian Cage. <laughs> um, it's like... It's like he is... Yeah, it's like... <laughs> he's channeling MJF. His inner MJF right now. It, it does I feel like feel MJF like, is body swapped. Because, <laughs> man, he is... Matt Hardy, when he came out, I oh knew... I, I knew, I was like, oh boy, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? And they did. They did. Christian tore into Jeff Hardy. Like it or not, I mean, he really is taking that spot to MJF. The void MJF has left. Christian has just stepped right into that void and says, you you need that guy. I'll be that guy. And I that's, feel that's like MJF's that. body snatched Christian. Yeah. <laughs> So, how did that land with you? Uh, I know you are the biggest Jeff Hardy fan I know, the biggest Hardy Boys fan I know. And we're, we're oh, by the way, we're wishing the best for Jeff. Yeah, Hardy. He's, he's doing great out there. Uh, definitely not making light of that. Although no. it's, uh, we're not making light of that. Although Christian's, it, it, it did sound like Christian was <laughs> making light of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, see, this is like I said to you before we started recording. Like it's so weird because. MJF, when he did the whole Brian Pillman. Yeah, like, it, it reminded me a lot of that. Yes. And everything. And everyone was just like, like, oh, that, oh, but it's MJF. Da, 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 da. And then as soon as Christian's done that, everyone's been like, bit below the belt. You know, everybody moaned mm-hmm. when WWE started taking shots at Jeff Hardy. And it's like, well, you can't have it one way and then have it another way. You've got to make your mind up. Yeah. So, yes, it, it was very punchy below the belt, but he then did also wish Jungle Boy's family dead the week before. So, uh, so yeah. um, he, he's, he's being consistent. He's been <laughs> he very consistent. Being consistent. But I think what you've also got to remember is, is there's so much history with yeah. Matt, Jeff, Christian, and his friend on the other team. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know where Edge. I was going with that then. Yeah, Edge, the other his name Edge. Edge. He was in Vikings it. as well, that guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's so much history, so you can you can believe that animosity more yeah. so, which which I think kind of made it a bit more kind of like butt clenching, toe curling moment because it, it really blurred them lines. Like, wait a minute, is this? Christian talking, or is this the guy that knows the Hardys as friends yeah. and all that type of stuff that have done like legendary matches together? Yeah. Um, so I th- it was one of them, but I do want to point out my entire theory of um, Chris <laughs> being Owen out of Jurassic World with Luchasaurus is coming true because he directed him. <laughs> like, go yes. put my Hardy through that table. And I just always did it. So I am right. He is basically creating Jurassic World. He's dinosaur. He's the dinosaur whisperer. He is. Um, but yeah, th- it, it, that that entire load of thing was just 
it was very, very like not point not 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 one millimeter close to the edge. It was so close, and you could see by the crowd's reaction that they were like, "Yeah, is this a promo or is this him just you know generally talking crap about Jeff Hardy right now because it was so yeah. close." Um, but but as a character, yeah, um, as an act, I think. Christian is as hot as he's been since yeah. he joined AEW. Yeah. I think I remember um, early on when he first joined, like his first few promos, which mm. I, um, he never entered the ring. <laughs> there, yeah, there weren't like full <laughs> fans or anything. Were there, there was partial no? crowds or something, or was it mm. full crowds? Uh, no, I, it, think no. He, I think he was yes partial. Yeah, I think so. But uh, all the promos are backstage. That's right, because mm-hmm. we, we talked about that. And yeah. it, it felt weird. It felt strange. Yeah. I remember you kind of criticized uh, his promos then, too, yeah. about it's just, he just feels very, Would you know, WWE. Yeah. It had that kind of um, scripted. Scripted, yeah, where you feel like you're reading off lines yeah. instead of just spitball. Like, like John Mox or Eddie Kingston speaking from the heart. You're just, yeah. you're just shooting out there. Now, like to me, what he's doing in the ring is like that's what I want to see. He's like, not cameras. <laughs> not necessarily, yeah, yeah, not necessarily what he's saying necessarily because I know it's like I wouldn't say that stuff, but but the way he's delivering everything, it, it felt feels very authentic. Uh, where mm. before it didn't to me, I, and I loved. I think he is. Um, he is on his, his A game now. I, f- yeah. I feel like he, he has become one of the main attractions on Dynamite to yeah. me. Or Rampage or wherever the, he's the one be. The one thing about Christian is, and Revenge also, they were always such better heels than they were faces. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, the hard true. is the opposite. They're yeah. always better faces than heels. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the fact that Christian's really into this just proves that He's still that bad guy. He's still that yeah. guy you just you want to punch in the face, like repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know right now Eddie Kingston wants to punch Jericho in the face repeatedly. So do I. Because what did you do to Ruby. I know he. They they broke. Did they break Ruby's arm? Did we get a, a medical update? Uh, we didn't get a that? medical update okay. that I'm aware of. Because Eddie was in the ring doing his his interview, and I Tony Schiavone, well. Tony Schiavone like, couldn't keep the mic up. Uh, no. just like, look, rise that mic up, Schiavone. <laughs> and it's like, can we just say congratulations to Wardlow? Just, yeah, like, yeah, man. And he just goes off and he's all, what's the world? But then, yeah, in the parking lot, uh, the the Jericho Appreciation Society had Ruby Soho and uh, Ty Conti. Apparently broke her arm in the door of the just, limo, slammed the door on it. Daniel Garcia is just sitting on top of the car like, what's up? <laughs> it's, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I'm meant to be here. It looks like one of them little gnomes with a little fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> just so, chilling. <laughs> so because of this, we're going to get a barbed wire death match between... Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho with, <laughs> if you don't already know this, I'm not joking. I'm serious when I say this. 
With a shark cage hanging above the ring with the members of the Jericho Appreciation Society locked in the shark cage. That's is it that's what it said, right? That's what the I I I literally I have to keep rereading it because I have no (laughs) idea what's going on. It's it sounds fun, whatever it is. Um this is this is wild. I can't even remember what what dynamite is this taking place on? Uh, it's, it's not. It's, you, you can tell I'm super unprepared now for this because I didn't have that already. Okay. Jericho, Shark Cage, all that jazz is going to be next week. Night two, Fighter Fest. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have Jericho talking this week on Dynamite, addressing the 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 match. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting to hear what uh what exactly the details of how this is going to go down because I just can't, I can't imagine this whole thing. Um, I can't imagine Eddie Kingston just chilling backstage when this happens either. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, so, yeah. You're right. He may show up and cause a little, little rampage before rampage. Um, now, it's a shame then Bobby Fish isn't there because we could do the Bobby Fish do 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 do, <laughs> and then it like Shark. Oh, with like, Shark Week with the Shark Cage. I get it. Catch up. I know he's not been on for a while, but still. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about the heavy influence of Ring of Honor, which is especially on Rampage because they're <gasps> they're building up towards so Ring of Honor, um, Death Before Dishonor, and so far we have four matches. Oh, announced. we have four matches. Four matches announced so far, and there's one I am super excited about. We have Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal. Uh, Samoa Joe uh, defending the, the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Uh, this is probably the one that's been built up the most. We've seen uh, Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe, Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, all interacting for a while. Samoa Joe's been off TV for a while uh, with an injury situation, I believe. Uh, but he's going to be defending that, uh, that title at the pay-per-view. So that'll, that'll be a big one. Uh, we are also going to have Wheeler Utah, the <laughs> Ring of Honor pure champion, defending against Danny Garcia. Could this be the one you're really excited about? Oh, my God. How insane is this? <laughs> I can hear you <laughs> on the other side. So I'm like, I think I found it. All right. Yeah. And there's that's... another one as well, but I think that's everyone's favorite. Yeah. I, this one that I'm about to read, I'm sure, is going to be one that is going to be oh. talked about. The second matchup of these two teams is going to be FTR defending the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships against the Briscoes. Uh, if this is anywhere close Round to the first two, matchup, ding, ding. it's going to be insane. Because uh, that first one was really, this is worth ordering the pay per view for just, just, to, just for this that. match. Yeah, it's, it's going to be worth it. This is really you, Daniel Garcia, for me. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's and just then, keep that feud going on at different, different companies now. Yeah. And then we're going to have Mercedes Martinez defending her Ring of Honor women's title against Serena Deeb. That one's going to be good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if they give it, uh, if they if they get some, some TV time to build that up, which was, it started already, obviously. Uh, but give them some time to build this up, and I yeah. think it's going to be uh, going to be heated. Uh, I'm sure Jonathan Gresham's going to defend the world title, the Ring of Honor world title yeah. also. I know he's going to defend against uh, Lee Moriarty on Rampage this coming week, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, because of the 
the uh, the way he left him hanging and everything. I think that's coming up on Rampage, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm I'm sh- I'm interested to see who he's going to be defending against on this on this card, though. Um, yeah, but yeah, this pay per views looking shaping up really good. I'm sure we'll get over the next couple of weeks. We'll get um, even more matches for it. Um, AEW and Ring of Honor, anything under Tony Khan, they're not shy about stacking a card with like nope. twelve to fifteen matches, <laughs> I'm, including I'm, the buy-in. So. I'm wondering how it's going to go with Yuta and Garcia because obviously this is a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Yeah. But that being said, it's Will Yuta and Daniel Garcia. So, one, does the title stay or change hands? And two, do the respective other parties involved get involved? (laughs) They, I don't think they can get involved because it's uh, uh, it's it's wrestled under the pure wrestling rule. Yeah, no, I understand so, that. I'm just saying, yeah. kind of like either like after or before. Or something, oh yeah, like something, something like, happen afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in, but that's an interesting thought though, because you know normally because me, I'm not used to the pure rules, and that's what hit me when you said that. I'm like, oh wait, yeah, they could get yeah. involved. No, they can't. Um, in during the match, and that's what's so different, and I love about this title mm. is that it's you have to play by the rules. Literally, there's no shenanigans going on. Mm. It's you know when you get these matches, it's straight up. You know, it's going to be interesting um, watching how far Will you has come. Mm-hmm. As in, yep. obviously, because he's been training with Mox and Danielson and stuff like that, and obviously, we know like you know. Um, Daniel Garcia is, you know, not exactly <laughs> soft-handed when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, I'm just really intrigued because of like how how aggressive Yuta was to get that belt originally, anyway, and yeah. how more aggressive and kind of I really do feel like he's a blend of Mox and Danielson, like ridiculously. I feel like they put their DNA into a test tube and then just inject it into Will Yuta, and then he yep. just became them two in one person. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, not um, that he's a test tube baby of Marks and Danielson, but you know what I mean. It's not what you're uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I just I, it's the technical side and then the violent side and then push it together. Yeah. I'm just really intrigued to see how that's gonna play off. Because I want you to retain it. I think yeah. it's really important for him to retain it. But I could also see a reason why he might not if you want to think about forwarding stuff or either way, I guess you could forward things, but, but this is I'm a, very intrigued. That really is a perfect matchup. Uh, oh, 100%. not just because of the two guys involved, but because um, it's, it, they have a built in feud already spilling over from AEW because of the issues between the black bull combat club and the Jericho appreciation society. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see that roll into this big match for ring of honor. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty cool, um, but yeah, it, very interested just interested to see how this builds and and how it plays out the entire mm. card, not just that match. Um, but we also have a big um, episode of Dynamite coming up this Wednesday, which is going to be Fighter Fest Week One or Night One, Week One, Wednesday One, whatever you know what I mean. 
own this, basically. On this dynamite, <laughs> we're gonna have a world title eliminator match between Moxley and Takeshita. That <laughs> match is gone bang. Oh my god, that is going to be insane. TNT title match. Wardlow versus Orange mm. Cassie. Orange Cassie's on a roll right now. Orange Cassie is a hot commodity. But he's gonna lose, yes. <laughs> um the tag title to Danhausen to try and get casual flow. <laughs> 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 oh, he's going to die. The tag titles will be on the line in a triple or nothing match. The Bucks will be defending against Swerve and Lee and Starks and Hobbs. I just want Ricky Starks to have a proper title. <laughs> oh, we're not counting the FTW title now. It, it's there. <laughs> it's there. It is a belt. It is a belt. But I love how when this was all eventually. like set up, the crowd was just like, and I'm like, <laughs> Nick Jackson's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're better <laughs> yeah, than no those guys. Anybody. <laughs> no, they're on it. They're they're on FTR in it. But this this is gonna be this is gonna be a great match. Uh, yeah. And this you know this feud between Swerve Lee and Sarks and Hobbs just keeps building. They've been back and forth with each I other. Just, I so. love Ricky when he came down and Hobbs is just shouting his ear, go tell him. Tell him. Yeah. Just like, I'm Ricky just lost it. <laughs> He's so I cannot he... get how amazing he is. Yeah. He's so sassy. He's sassy. He's sassy. All right, and we have Claudio versus Jake <laughs> Hager. I want to see Claudio try and swing Jake Hager around. He's gonna try. He's gonna have to get some real leverage. Yeah. Uh, Anna J will be taking on Serena Deeb. I like Anna J. I'm just a bit scared for her in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna take the L here. Yeah. And we're gonna hear from Chris Jericho as we talked about earlier. We're gonna hear about him ahead of his shark cage suspended above the ring barbed wire death match versus. Thank you, Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also once again gonna hear from. Christian I wonder what he's going to say this time. Is this going to be the week that Jungle Boy comes back? Yes. Is this the week that we're going to find out what the Marco stunt issue was? Because I'm like that going, what was it? Like, tell me. Like, we know the reason, reason, but tell me what your reason is. What's what's the kayfabe reason? Yeah, what's that reason? Because that's the more important reason. Exactly. (laughs) Tell me. Keep it kayfabe. Yeah. Um, It's still real to me. Do you have any questions, ma'am, for our Q&A segment? I do. I have three from our really good friend, Costa Rick. All right. Hook us up. Thank you, Rick, for the question. First question. Yes. What color scheme would you like Wardlow to go with on his TNT championship belt? I'd say, like, green. I say black and green. Black and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, black and green's good. It fits, because I think... You know, the majority of his tights that I've seen him wear, it, it, just in memory, I might be remembering wrong, were, was black and green. His entrance video, I think, features uh, black and green, right? Yeah, so, I think so, yeah. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Okay, cool. We agree. He, he, he we agree. Suit, he definitely doesn't suit the whole Lakers 
No. Because uh, he's not from LA. No. Um, so wh- where's he from? He's from like the Pittsburgh area, right? No, Ohio. Pennsylvania. Oh, it's Ohio? Okay. Cleveland, I think. Never mind. I was off. Cleveland. The, okay. only, reason, the only reason I know that is because I was like, Oh, he's like from the same state Marks is. That's the only reason. I okay, okay. There you go. So I'm <laughs> I, not gonna... that's how I work out where people are from in America. You where relate them to where Moxley is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me basically Moxley is the center of your universe, and Moxley everything else the revolves of the around United Moxley. For me. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Very if, cool. And when was like, oh yeah, they're from such a place. I'm like, right. So that's Ohio. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to you, Ohio is the the capital, capital. state of the United yeah. States. Okay. It's the cool. only important place. Cool. Um, <laughs> so it. here in Alabama's like, hey y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll time. All right. Uh, what kind of the next question, sorry. What yes. kind of match will finally end Eddie Kingston's feud with Jericho? <laughs> I think, I think I'm gonna go out Jericho's on a limb. retirement match. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's gonna be a Barbara death match with a shark cage hanging over it. No, <laughs> I don't think that's even gonna do it, dude. You don't think that's it? Nah. Oh, okay. They are they gonna be feuding until like Jericho? Jericho one, one of the two ends ends their yeah. career. Even okay. if even if Jericho moves on to commentary after he's done with in ring, he's still gonna be feuding with Eddie. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, probably so. Uh, yeah, I I have um no idea apart from the only one I can think of is um match stipulation of whoever loses the contract gets ripped up and never gets re-signed by AW ever ever again. Yeah. If destroyed, still true. That type what, of match. That's the only one. You know, it it could end in something like like a, a literal I quit match or not yeah. I quit match, but a retirement match. Yeah, and. Eddie could be the one that retires Jericho. That would be great. You know, I always thought, you know, looking at how things are playing out, I thought that um, Sammy Guevara would be the one eventually to retire Jericho because I know they've they've been pretty close uh, since the beginning of the uh, inner circle, and now they're back together now. You know, they mm. were at less sex gods and everything. You know, the, the, they're tagging together in the hug and all stuff so yeah because i thought he was gonna be the guy thing on his own didn't really work out yeah i know <laughs> but i just i had it envisioned long ago that he would be the one to to retire but it could be eddie eddie could be the guy um not from a friendship side of things from a pure <laughs> hatred side of things so. um, just piles him into the mat and then mm, sets him on fire he's <laughs> gonna burn him to death <laughs> you know, so much a winner now. Jericho's gonna go out in a blaze of glory. Literally a blaze. Uh, all right. Uh, the last question is, and I may need your help with this. Uh, with Claudio getting an awesome rendition of the eighteen twelve overture, yes. who in AEW will be best suited for a modern version of O to Joy? Do I know that? What's that? Yeah, O to Joy is, uh, man, what it, it's. I think it's something to do with the European Union. Is, I'm is pretty it? sure that's why I know it. I'm pretty sure it's something to do with that. Ode to Joy. Who would 
Hmm. Ode to Joy. Who would fit that? Danhausen. John Moxley. Uh, no. Malachi Black. No. Ode to Joy. Do you know what? What? I generally think William Regal would be great. <laughs> hey, yeah. But like a like a harder version of Ode to Joy. Yeah. For William Regal. Like yeah. just, a, just not like too hard, but like a yeah, you know, a little edge to it, a little uh, little dirt, you know, like a, uh, you know, just a little bit of uh, you know, just a little something to it where it's not just all violins and glitter, you know. Yeah, this little, is what uh, I know. Right? Since 1985, Beethoven's Ode to Joy has been the melody to use to symbolize the European Union. That's why I know it. Oh, of course. Yeah, I knew it that. It was first adopted by the Council of Europe in 1972 for EU leaders took it on just over a decade of late, later. Well, on the go. EU's official website, it says universal language of music. This anthem expresses the European ideals of freedom, peace and solidarity. Well, I'm going to say that last bit of that sentence is a load of crap. But yeah. <laughs> See, you knew it from the European Union. I knew it from the level completion song for Peggle. I wonder who's more cultured. <laughs> but let me tell you what, Peggle's fine. European <laughs> Union's not. <laughs> I, I think it's you'd rather really crap. Play, I think you'd rather play Peggle. I'm right. rather not playing the European Union, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit was stupid. Uh, um, yeah, so that that okay. was there. Yeah. You go. Well, William I Regal. Regal. I think we. I think. I think we're going to agree on William Regal. I think that'll work. I just can't see anybody else unless Ricky Stark's character changed to like generally like just wearing a suit all the time. But I don't want him to wear a suit. I like his like and I like, you know, and I love Ricky Stark's thing. Yeah, because the revolution I love it. is television. Every time I have to say it. Every time that comes on, I go, the revolution is televised. It's <laughs> good stuff. And I do the pose and like, my dog's like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is uh, why I'm at home alone a lot. <laughs> all right. Thank you God I it? married somebody. Because otherwise, <laughs> no one would have me. <laughs> You're too late now. You're too far <laughs> gone. Seven years I've been married and working away. <laughs> Any more questions? Yeah. Well, the only question I have is, what will Christian say this week? <laughs> Something bad. That's going to be our new segment. Yeah, what will Christian, what will Christian say, say this week? This week? <laughs> Something filthy. Something dirty. That was fun. I hope y'all had fun. Um, Did you enjoy your music lesson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll probably get copyrights. So that might be skipped. <laughs> eh, nah, we'll, we'll be fine, right? Yeah, I'll probably skip the part where you played the song. Um, but there's anywho, not enough people that will probably listen to it for us to get copyright. I know <laughs> we gotta we gotta have more of an audience to, for people to worry about <laughs> striking us down. Oh, um, funny. We like our go, audience. Yes, we do. We do. We Even love our audience. Even if it's just me and Woody, like it's listening it. back on our own. <laughs> Weren't we funny? No, not really. Oh, we were hilarious. Not really. Um, but I played please... my husband's that end thing. Um, last week where I go, this ain't US politics, bro. <laughs> he just looked at me and went, where did that come from? I said, I don't know. I started talking and then my was... carried on without me realizing what that I was That was the greatest thing you've <laughs> said in the history of this podcast was... <laughs> he uh... literally was like, 
why what what made I was like I don't know it just came into my head I spoke and then I was like why did I say that but then it was funny and then we kept it yes we did and he used it again it was so good it was so good we had to try it again all right (laughs) but Ah, please don't forget to give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beer play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie you can i intend to be more active on twitter in the following weeks i'm gonna try to i haven't been very active either yeah i've not either but i've had a lot going on (laughs) <laughs> I haven't had a ton going on. I just haven't been on Twitter. I've been doing other things, which isn't. It's not bad. I've been watching Stranger Things. I've been getting caught up on Stranger Things, y'all. I'm finally on season four. <sighs> All right. I watched Umbrella Academy and I started Pretty Little Liars. There you go. Yes. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. This ain't U.S. politics, bro. Bro. <laughs>